them come. This is their fate. All right, all right. Welcome back to the House of Wolves podcast. I'm your host Deontay with my here with my near and dear friends Jalen and Josh. We got more topics, more news, more junk to talk about. Kingdom Hearts, I suppose, uh, starting with that Super Smash Bros. We just finished watching that, like, what, what like four hours ago, man? Yeah, like, it was like, oh, it was a little longer. But like eight, like six hours ago or something like that. But that uh, Smash, uh, well, you know, I, uh, eight, I suppose. But uh, it was a, it was um it was an interesting day, I suppose. That's all I can say. It was an interesting day. Uh, I'm not the biggest Smash fan, but uh, I know the internet was going crazy when they heard about that one. But we're going to get into that, among other things, uh, whatever we decide to talk about today. Uh, but, you know, before we start, as usual, um, I got to ask you guys. Uh, <laughs> I, I kind of know where it's, where, what we're going to kind of say, but we still got to know how you, how you guys doing. How's the week? What's your, what was the day looking like for you? Let's start there. Man, they put my boy Sora in the game, man. The day was plenty. The day was goddamn splendid. It was a good goddamn day today. What can I say? I'm like, they finally put the Keyblade Warrior in that. I'm about to be in that tonight. Swimwear. Uh, but other than that, school fine. Everything's fine. October 18th, I'm on you. We got... Uh, hurricane blast coming up, blizzard, go, thunder, go, all that. You name it. Man. All right, that concludes this message. <laughs> I suppose, man. Uh, how you feeling, John? Thunder, <laughs> blizzard. Hey, we casting all that. Boy. Square Enix boys are in full effect today. Man, go ahead, man. Tell me what you got for me, Josh. Uh, you know, it's. Same old, same old with me, me and Jalen. Schooling, schooling, work. Um, midterms, mm-hmm. but otherwise, you know, I'm healthy, family, happy. Uh, I guess we got a, some some games coming up this this winter and uh, fall season. Just trying to you know get through school so, so I can actually relax and enjoy some stuff. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Same thing. I ain't been doing much. Playing games, chilling, getting ready to move. That sucks, but um, it's the usual, usual, every day, all day, same day. Uh, finished the um, well, I, I did. I finished the actual Bloodhound thing. Technically, um, it was okay. Uh, it's like the little thing that they had teaser, or whatever, for the old ways, Mister Blood Hunter. Uh, and that was pretty cool, but, um, I ain't been doing nothing. I just been chilling, having a good old time at the crib, but, uh, yeah, let's just get right into it. I suppose let's get right into that, that first initial topic. I, I want to hear you guys' opinion, the long waited, the overtime, the, it's been, I guess the, the, what the request been there since, um, shoot, I want to say melee. Was it melee when they first started trying to ask about that, or was it brawl? Uh, it, I think it was probably melee. brawl. So um, I think melee but, was like GameCube, and that wasn't like it wasn't. The yeah, that was GameCube. before. Um, yeah, that was before, right? Well, the GameCube. Tech, I thought it was like, melee came out at the beginning of 
the GameCube. So yeah, Sora would have been after that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So yeah, uh, how is feeling? How is feeling to have Sora? How does it feel to see him flying into the action with that uh, crazy hair? I heard some stuff about he. You said he wasn't looking right or whatever. Um, that case, me go ahead and explain it to the people. You Square Enix boys. Man, that boy came in that mug looking real crispy. I'm talking simple and clean. When you walk away, that came out like they going crazy. <laughs> Man, I'm like, I'm like, they really putting them in here. I remember like when they had something like in Smash Four. There's some about on yo the last character and stuff like that. And Sora ain't win. I'm just looking like, man, I'm in the Smash Bros. fan page group thingy where they be talking crazy in here. They got zero in here. All these famous Smash people. Everybody wanted Sora. He still ain't one. I'm like, man, they hating on him. But you know, fast forward a couple years down the line, October, what's today? Fifth? Yeah. They put my boy in there. I'm like, man, I'm like, this, this is crazy. So I saw Hunky Dory. Um, I was saying something about his hair because his hair changing came to heart. So he looked a little bit older. Uh, and how they did Ike. And, um, like in Bra or not in Bra, but uh, they switched Ike and made him like, you You can switch between his outfits and his hair change and he get buffer and like older or something like that. So I was like, they could have did that for Sora, but they got Sora from like different time periods. So they got like the Kingdom Hearts 1, Kingdom Hearts 2, Dream Drop, and Kingdom Hearts 3. So between Kingdom Hearts 1, 2, and 3, he looked different slightly, but I mean, I don't know if people would notice that, but they just got his original like Kingdom Hearts 1 the way he looked in that one. So, uh, I mean, it's cool, though. Like, I ain't tripping. Like, it just been cool to have, you know, Sora and Kingdom Hearts 2, because that, that was the baddest one right there. That boy used to go dumb. <laughs> they got his little thing, his his reaction command when he grabbed Barcene, and his, his back throw is when he grabbed Barcene and throw her into a clone or whatever. I'm like... I'm like, man, they doing all the right things in this game, and it's a good goddamn game right now. <laughs> this like, man, man, all they need to do is throw in some Square Enix crap, and this guy go crazy. But I get no, it. I get no, it. I put Sora, not Square Enix, Sora. They put Sephiroth. Yeah, I mean, I like... Yeah, I like Cloud. I like Sephiroth, but I feel like for Smash, Sora is probably the character that should have been in there first. Yeah. I think they were just wait. I think they couldn't clear something, or I don't know. But yeah, the the thing is, they was always saying it, it got something to do with Disney, and like Disney ain't letting it go. And they were saying the same thing with like Kingdom Hearts three. Like Disney was like super strict about what they could do in the game. That's why it came out the way it did. But um, it, I mean, your boy got around it, Jalen. <laughs> they brought him in there. I'm like. This boy working, man. He got his hurricane blast. He got. They could have gave him like some, like stop gun or something like that. But I'm like, it's cool though. It's cool. He got blizzard, fire, thunder. He got his little counter and stuff like that. I'm like, man, and, and his dash. He be gliding too. I'm like, man. I'm like, boy, they should have never put him in this. Man. I'm like, man. man. I can't wait to play with him, bro. Tell me about that non-Meteor uh, Smash, man. Man, he ain't got no Meteor Smash, but they put my boy in the game, so that's all that matter. And he got hang time for days. You know, them girls be throwing their hair. That boy got hang time. Sora got hang time, too. They were saying, he got his, it too. 
They were saying his counter seemed like it's overpowered. Why is that? I don't know why they said that. Like, I mean, he can reflect stuff. It don't go back. Uh, I guess it's cool that he reflected and it can hit people behind him. Mm-hmm. I don't really know the application of that. Like, it's not going to be effective in, like, one-on-ones. His counter don't put a full guard around him. Uh, like, most counters are stronger to hit the more you pay back, like, the payback damage. Um, I mean, I guess he got, like, reach and stuff, and then he can move pretty quickly. Like, after using the counter, I think he got he don't got that much end lag with it. And mm-hmm. then I think the thing said, like, you get stunned. But some counters, you automatically get stunned anyway. So I didn't really know what they were going for in there. I have to look more into it and see how it actually, like, plays out in the game. Because I was at work yeah, looking at it, and I ain't, you know, I ain't supposed to be doing that. But I'm over here trying to read the subtitles. Like, <laughs> man, what's going on? Man? I got to see my boy in action, dog. So, uh, Okay, but well, yeah. yeah, I was trying to see, like, because uh, I know they were saying something about the counter. And they felt like he had too much you know, range attacks with his fire and his, the thunder or whatever. Oh yeah, his magic. Yeah, his thunder is go crazy. That's what they said. Because of the I mean, it's... hits and like how it kind of, it's like a big area effect when you like off the map or off the board. So I don't know. Well, when he in the area, it doesn't go as far. Um, mm-hmm. They say if you get hit by the first one, you'll get hit by the subsequent too. Um, I don't, his magic don't look like it's that strong. Like his fire don't look like he got any type of knockback that'll kill you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then his his blizzard won't kill you. Um, thunder it look like it can kill you, mm-hmm. uh, but it don't look like it's gonna kill. At, it's gonna have to kill at like high high damages. Um, but it seemed like he can really be out in the air and like. Seemed like he got a lot warrior. of crowd control. That's what it seemed like at least. Seems like yeah, he's I mean, able to control the crowd a little bit better than most because of his thunder and his um, fire ability because it's pretty quick. That's what it looks yeah, like. Yeah, and it like switches up and stuff like that mm-hmm. too. So you can't just spam fire, fire, fire. You can to some capacity, but if you let it cool down, it's going to switch to, uh, I forgot if it's Blizzard or Thunder, but Thunder yeah. seemed pretty effective because at the it puts up like a wall essentially that you, gotta, yeah, you can't get past. You can't get past. You got to jump over mm-hmm. and then. His fire kind of had the ability to manipulate jumping and stuff, so he seemed like a pretty good character. I just, you know, you know how I feel about Smash, but I feel like he uh, would be an interesting character to play with. Um, but uh, yeah, so that was pretty much one of the bigger, you know, things that kind of occurred recently. It was just sorry. <laughs> uh, this is the last one, which is very interesting. I don't know what they're gonna do next uh, with Smash. What do y'all what do y'all see coming next after Smash, I guess, after Ultimate is wrapped? I don't know. You gotta exhaust some of his boys. You said he got arthritis. <laughs> I mean, I don't I don't, I don't know see them not doing nothing. If they're gonna do it. anything with I think they might be done with Ultimate. Uh, but there's definitely gonna be another Smash game eventually in the future. Um, I don't. I just don't know if it's gonna have the same, like Sakurai and the same people making it because it, it seems like, or I don't know, it might seem like he w- wants to be done with it. But uh, 
Nintendo would continue Smash. It's just it it's gonna be a couple years before we even hear anything about that. Well, he made the final form for y'all at least. He got like I saw him. He was like twelve hundred songs. I said, God dang, God dog, God dog. I said, Well, you got so much stuff in this yeah, game. Got those Kingdom Hearts songs in there now. Yeah. No, no Disney songs. You know, Disney want Disney want going. They said they don't got the mm-hmm. sound. They don't got the. They, do they got the lyrics though, or do they just got the hum, the hums, like because or whatever you call them? But they because they said they didn't want to disrupt like the original song. They didn't want to use the. No, they didn't want to use the individual world song. So if you go to Mulan and they have a Kingdom Hearts song from that oh. world, they didn't include that one, but they included the music from the original locations. Oh, okay. Okay, okay, okay. Well, I mean, that was that was pretty cool. I I, I appreciate Nintendo for for letting, for letting my man you know, let his arm heal um, or his <laughs> hand. Finally, he's been playing too much Smash, man. Uh, and he, he, I'm pretty sure he happy he done for a little bit at least. Uh, but no, it was pretty cool. I, 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 I was, I'm not excited for it obviously, but it's more about uh just come co- a collection. It felt like that game is now worth well more than seven sixty dollars. But you know, you got to pay for a DLC, you got to pay for all that. I don't know if it's worth that, but I think it's well worth sixty at this point, which is a great and just great in to be in that catalog from Nintendo because most of their games I don't feel like they deserve it. But that game definitely feels like it deserves sixty if you were to get everything. But we'll see if they come out with an ultimate edition or whatever down the line, where it's sixty bones, or they just keep getting people to buy the characters, whatever it may be. It seems like they're going to have some more longevity out of it. I'm looking at it from the business aspect. But um, any last words? Any last things y'all want to say about that, Sora? Any any uh friend codes y'all want to drop for the boys? <laughs> in case y'all, in case they want to run up or something, I don't know. Whatever the case may be. Man, I'm still trying to figure out why Nintendo even use friend codes, bro. Because they, because they. Uh, geniuses man that's a good way to uh get people not to not any trolls to get on there like man i ain't gonna be trying to find no friend codes to troll somebody it's gonna keep the trolls away it's a great great mechanism uh but i don't know why they use them things ain't stupid uh but yeah uh i think the next thing i kind of really want to talk about outside of uh, that was the Halo event. Uh, I know, Josh, you you could probably give us a little bit more information on the the big team battles because unfortunately I wasn't able to play them. Uh, how Halo looking for you? Be honest. Um, I mean honestly, um, I feel like it's feels solid. Like, of course, there's gonna be balanced things that we're waiting to see if they can actually uh, work on and fix it. But the game itself is. It's, it's fun. Like, uh, I enjoy playing it. Um, the maps that I played on at least are, they're decent. Um, and I feel like I enjoy all the power-ups and the new weapons. And really, I just want to, you know, the game to come out so I can actually play with that stuff more. Um, yeah. Um, I don't have any anything really negative other than, like, you know, it, it was a short beta, and you don't really get the full experience. 
but I feel like it will it'll be a decent free to play uh, FPS when it comes out. Uh, of course, you know we'll see how successful it is with like the public. But for me, it's it's definitely like uh, I recommend it to anybody interested. In it. Gotcha. Okay, and um, in regard to like your favorite thing in the beta that you recently, which that you recently got it able to touch on and get and get hands on with, what was that? So, they had two betas in the last uh, two weeks. The first one, me and you played. That was the um, it was just like live multiplayer, uh, four and four multiplayer on a couple maps. Um, they were all old maps, but it it felt still felt pretty good. Um, trying out the weapons and the the new equipment against real players. Uh, the time to kill, I think you said it is a little long, but that's normal for Halo, uh, since you got like recharging shields. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, it it still felt very fluid. Four v four maps fights were, if, even though four v four is not the game mode I prefer, because I feel like it can easily get lopsided. Uh, it was still pretty fun, and the the matches didn't last too long. It didn't feel like you was wasting time. So the pacing, second, or well, yeah, pacing, pacing other map, different. other match, yeah. Gotcha. Cause you know, some games like yeah, you plan uh, Destiny or Iron Banner, and it's like, oh, now we losing, and we just gonna be losing for the next five minutes, <laughs> unless yeah. your team can get together. But usually, people start quitting at that point. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think the um, and just to just to say something right there, I, I would agree that pacing was really pretty good in there. It felt like I was always able to come back in a fight. Um, like it was always neck to neck for some reason. I'm not sure if it is like designed in that manner where you're trading a lot, or if it's more so just basically, um you know, skill right now as you build skill because sometimes you just don't get blown out. I, I have never been blown, blown out in that game. So I think you're right when you say the pacing is good, but I don't want that to be to, to the, to the sacrifice of hero moments. Talk to me a little bit about your hero moments or stuff that you saw. I was like, dang, I just pulled that off. That's crazy. Yeah, it was it was a couple that I actually tried to record, but I always mess up. Like I hit the button and you know <laughs> take a screenshot. Like right, now you lost the video. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it, it's mainly stuff with like the grapple hook and the um, the reflector. Those are the biggest two additions to the game. The okay. other equipment, they're okay. You know, you turn invisible or you put down a little bubble shield. But the uh, the grapple hook number one is the probably the best addition because yeah. it's just like Pathfinder where you you know you aim it up in the towards a wall and it pulls you forward but you have some sort of control over it so you can like swing around corners and stuff like that uh, so that gets you a lot of momentum uh, to get in a fight or get out of a fight and since everybody moves pretty pretty slow in Halo that gives you like a big advantage to like get around the map. Um, and also it interacts with like physics. So like you can grab weapons off the ground or you can grab other players and pull yourself towards them. So it's a, it's a lot of stuff you can do with that. And like, uh, when there was, when I was playing the big team battle and they had the vehicles, like somebody being the ghost, you know, driving around and shooting at you. And, uh, whenever you 
get close to them, they'll, you know, speed off so you don't, like, steal the car from them. But with the grapple hook, you can just grapple onto them and then kick them out of the car and then take it from them. And, like, uh, it, it gives you a lot of opportunities to change the um, tide of the fight or, you know, make a comeback. And then the reflector is probably the... That's probably the one I'm most excited for, but it's, like, you really got to test it out to know what it can do. Uh -huh. So it's mainly, like, you press it, and it's kind of like a little parry, and it'll knock back whatever comes at you. So if somebody shoot a, a rocket at you, you'll parry it, and it'll shoot it right back at them. Or they uh -huh. throw grenades, you can bounce them back. Uh, but some cool stuff you could do with it, like I said, sticky grenades, it'll go right back to the person, so they'll stick themselves. But you can use it as, like, uh, extra jump. So, like, if you, you know, hop off the ground a little bit and then point it down and then use the reflector, it'll shoot you, like, 20 feet in the air. Um, what? That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of a game that, like, well, maybe Jalen know it. Like, you know, um, when you play Overwatch with uh, Ash, um, and she you got her little, her little shotgun, yeah, she could shoot it at the ground or she can push people back. It doesn't really do any damage. But uh, you can control them. They, they're trying to melee you, or they, um, you know, they shoot at you, and then when you shoot them back, their aim goes off, so they're missing shots now. That gives you the chance to, uh, you know, maybe get a headshot or something and finish them off. Uh, so yeah. that's probably my, my new favorite equipment. It's kind of like what you would have with like armor lock, where this is your defensive ability. But it's not like it doesn't lock you to the ground. You can just run up to somebody and push them back or go flip over a car. Uh, yeah. So that's 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 cool, uh, all the equipment. Um, okay. Otherwise, the vehicles are the same um, so far. The Banshee, the Ghost, and the, the Warthog. The map that was for Big Team Battle wasn't actually too big. I felt like, I think it was 8 on 8. It might have been a little more. I didn't. Because it's hard to see who's all in the game since with so many people. But um, I feel like it was 8 on 8. But every match, it was pretty close. Like, you'll win by, like, five kills. Or, um, you know, if you're playing Capture the Flag, maybe you win by one point or something like that. So it, was, it felt pretty well balanced. Okay. What's your, um, what was your favorite... Um... I guess, cause I guess with Halo and so much competition coming out, you know, like there's Splitgate, there's Halo, there's Destiny, there is uh, Apex, there's uh, Battlefield, there's Call of Duty. What are what are some of the things y'all look for now from from a from perspective of like the gameplay? You know, like before. When it was when I was just playing games when I was a child or like when I was younger, I just played games based off of um, like instant uh, a gratification or like the constant, constant uh, a a constant flow of excitement. I still find myself looking for that same thing, but what other things now or or maybe even just starting there from the basis of. What do you used to look for, and what do you find yourself enjoying or looking for now when it comes to shooters? And this is just first-person shooters for now. We can talk about something else later, but right now I just want to know perspective previous to now 
shooters. Good. Um, uh, let's go with uh, Jalen first. Uh, <clears throat> first person shooters. What I'm looking for. Uh, I don't know, man. That's a that's a hard that's a hard topic for me because I don't. I think the the biggest thing I'm looking for is like a. I guess just like a, a fluid game that has mm-hmm. some sort of uh, that doesn't feel. I guess just like a uh, like a like a Call of Duty. I guess. Um, mm-hmm. Call of Duty, cool. I feel like it ain't as much. I guess maybe some game that might have a little bit of like. I don't want to say longer to kill time, but it might have some like sort of depth, like team play that's involved. And I feel like mm. uh, this might sound a little complicated, but like with Apex, you don't die as fast, which isn't necessarily a, a good thing, but it involved. But because of that, you can try to formulate something and try to expedite the process with your team. So like if I'm fighting somebody, I can have y'all run around the corner real quick and come pop them too. Versus in Call of Duty, it's just kind of like point and shoot whoever see each other first wins unless you get like headshots and stuff like that. So um, I feel like basically what I'm trying to say is if it got like some sort of like team component that your team can be like utilized versus like in Call of Duty, it's like a lone wolf game, if that makes sense. Yeah, Um, so it's like three main concepts. It's team shooters, arena shooters, and then there's like Call of Duty. And it kind of made its own. It's like a, it's kind of like arena, but faster so it's like twitch gameplay but it it's not arena because halo is like legit arena type i don't know what that falls into anymore to be honest it's kind of like this blend but out of those three categories what what's that blend that you usually look for uh you said arena long wolf fight call of duty and then like team yeah like overwatch I'd probably say team because it, it incorporates like other people and stuff like that. I feel like I'm kind of over the phase. Where I'm just pointing and shooting. I mean, of course, that's like the core concept of the game and stuff like that. But I think it's interesting when you can do different things. Like I like Overwatch because I was playing. I couldn't kill somebody super fast with Ash, but like you know, if a Mercy want to boost like boost me up, or if I'm gonna go run behind a Reinhardt to shoot, like. I like that those different things that added variables into the game versus Call of Duty. You just shoot people, kill streaks, kill streaks, usually kill people, and that's all it is to it. Like, it ain't really no abilities or any other variables that come into the game. So, um, and that, so with the team aspect, that comes into play with, you know, like I said before, I mentioned several times, like, I don't like playing a game as much by myself. I prefer to play the game with my friends because it's like an opportunity to fellowship, especially with y'all living, um, you know, miles and miles away. You know, it's like the only time that we can really like, you know, really like fellowship, like play the game, like not trying to sound like corny or cliche, but like the, the bond, you know what I'm saying? Like maintain our, our relationship yeah. or whatever. So um, having those team incorporating aspects make it more interesting because we like working together and stuff like that. Um they do get a little irritated, be like, we be talking about somebody, but hey, hold on, hold on, we, we, we in a fight, you know what I mean? Like, we got to tune into the fight and stuff like that. But I mean, it's cool, though. Like, it's something that's engaging versus us mindlessly running around playing Call of Duty. Agreed. Agreed. Um, 
Okay. Uh, what, what about you, Josh? What, what kind of um, I, I guess I'll spin it. So, cause I, I don't know if you, I mean first and you can answer that question, and then the next thing I want to just kind of ask on top of that is out of those current games like coming up, what's one more most excited about or something that we already are playing versus like shooter wise. You mean like what shooters I'm looking forward well, to? Looking forward to, but first answer the question about what you want, what you have, what you have enjoyed in the past. Um, like enough? I, I say I look for a couple things just because like I've been playing, you know, we all been playing shooters for a long time. And so like there are like super specific preferences I have now. But the main thing is like I look for a game that we can play together. Uh, but those games are usually not the ones that I actually enjoy the most. Like when I was playing Overwatch, like I liked Overwatch a lot. It was fun. I was into the the mechanics and competitive play, but that wasn't your type of game. Um, And then same thing with like, you know, me and you like Titanfall, but Jalen didn't like really like Titanfall. So I, I would say I at least look for two things. A game that is just like, not casual, but it's easy to jump in with y'all, like with friends, just do stuff, hang out. Hopefully it has some like long-term rewards. So if we plan a game every day, I can, you know, get something out of it. Versus right. like Call of Duty, like even though you can like have all types of skins and stuff in Call of Duty, Call of Duty never feels like it, it changes. Like every match is the same. <laughs> and like, that's good for if you just want like straight up competitive play but like i i got tired of that um especially since it comes out every year like mm-hmm. every match is the same you know run around the corner somebody shoot me i run around the corner i kill somebody like it's just it's too repetitive um right. but a game like apex i feel like even though we're playing the same match i guess that's what the genre is good for it's just so much randomness throughout the game that every match feels new or unique. Um, and I get that out of Overwatch and Halo sometimes just because those games are designed differently to like give you more room to move around the map or yeah, use certain types of weapons or you know, you can't get your desired loadout right now, so you got to learn how to play differently. Um, yeah. yeah, it forces you to kind of play with everybody and kind of get out of your comfort zone and uh, makes unique experiences like um when i picked up the um the rocket launcher and blew myself up i was like okay next time i won't be doing that but then i you know (laughs) it's kind of like um yeah so it kind of it it kind of pushes you out that comfort zone and helps you uh try to start to use everything in your arsenal especially when it comes to you you're all out of ammo and you can't really find nothing else so you got to use these things that's around the map um so i agree in that aspect too it's just um and i agree with both of y'all in regards to what we look for now um i look for something that i can play with y'all and i look for something that's going to actually entertain me and it's not going to be mindless i literally have stopped looking for stuff that involves first person shooters and it involves cpu enemies it just doesn't work for us anymore (laughs) i wish it did but it just doesn't work for us anymore it's it's got to be a human behind that person we're killing 
because it just doesn't matter in that in that aspect. Um, it's gonna put Jalen to sleep. It's gonna put us to sleep, pretty much. Is what I what I try to avoid. Uh, I mean, I ain't trying to shoot them. Uh, what is a NPC? Not NPCs, but them AIs <laughs> on Destiny and stuff. I'm like, all right, bro. Yeah, especially, ten magazines. Especially when they when they when they when they when they uh, when they incorporated the Taken. He was so tired of them splitting. <laughs> He said, man, what is this? <laughs> that was every freaking mission. Man, what is this? I don't understand why they split. Now I gotta fight two throw because they just split it to four throw. I'm like, oh, goody. Now I gotta reload more times. I'm tired of reloading in this game. You know how much I use a square button? I use a square button more than I use the jump button in the game. Oh, yeah. Reload, reload, reload. And then you wanna get up next to the dudes and they just wanna ground pound the, the, grind, the game and push you away. Oh I'm like, man, God. I ain't got time for this, bro. <laughs> so I, I stopped looking for games that incorporates any type of AI. I'm probably still going to play Titanfall when they come out. I know they do sometimes. They do, like, the, the AI stuff. To like, But it's got the includes the human individuals as well. I really think, you know, the Titanfall would be a good mix. But I understand not liking all of the, the movement mechanics. But um, uh, I mean, maybe yeah. I mean if like if it was a Titanfall three, um, like Jalen has played enough Apex to like be used to it. It's just you do gotta learn how to like grapple hook and stuff while you fight. Like yeah. it is a learning curve, but like after playing Apex, like you you used to everything that's in Titanfall. <laughs> yeah, he'll probably be yeah. used to seeing a fighting against it. But not using it because you only play with one character, which is sad. My, my thing about what the uh man, lifeline the code is one. <laughs> Come and get your lifeline packets. <laughs> nah, just fine. But uh not a the, I think another reason like we had mentioned, like like Josh said, Call of Duty repetitive. The reason Apex is different is because like part of the reason is that you're going against uh you got like different players and stuff or different characters and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Overwatch is different characters you're going against. So it's not like we are just cookie cutter builds or not I cookie cutter builds, but we are, pilots. uh, yeah, we are just skeleton. We are the same skeleton or whatever. And, you know, we just do different things. Even destiny incorporated that to some capacity. Um, you know, you got the Titans and the hunters and warlocks, but they got subcategories in which they fall in. So you can kind of know what they expect. You're like, all right, well, I've seen this dude throw this little thermite grenade, blah, blah, blah. It's a chance that he could be a, a, a what they call him, the blade barrage. So you you kind of pay attention to those different variables in the game versus Call of Duty. you like, oh, yeah, this dude just like to run around with a, a Mac-10 or whatever. All right, he got a kill streak. Like, you know, you it ain't nothing that you're going – he's just another body walking. So that's the thing about uh, Titanfall, basically, is what I'm saying is, like, I don't know how Titanfall really plays, but I don't know if they got like character classes and stuff like that. Cause I ain't played Titanfall two since 2016 when it came out, but it just wasn't, I feel like I was playing a agile call of duty to some capacity, not trying yeah, to degrade the, the emphasis, game or anything. The emphasis is on movement and Titan. You care less about the beginning of Titan and you care less about understanding how that movement worked and how fast you can get around the map. So it wasn't like really anything that would caps grasp grab you, you know, to that game, um, and that's where I was like, 
I don't know if Titanfall 3 will even grab you because it's going to still be more about the movement and how you move around the map and also how, because that's where the game gets in depth, where you kind of, what Titan you use and how you're using them, if you're, if you're using them in the best ways, if you're calling them at the right times, and if you're moving around the map in a good way so that you're always engaging in a fight. Because those maps are tend to be huge, and if you're not able to get around quickly, it just seems like you just running around all the time and getting stomped by a titan. So it just yeah. didn't feel enjoyable, and it wasn't enjoyable for that reason. Um, but go ahead, Josh. No, I would say like it does have a lot of similarities with Call of Duty, like Black Ops Two yeah. or Modern Warfare, because it it does come from that same like. Or origin, you know, they they're siblings basically. Yeah. So, pilot gameplay at its core is the same. Like the guns feel similar, grenades, stuff like that. But Titanfall had always so many different things in the match that it would never feel repetitive because there's just so many different variables. Like, you know, it's a character that's like Octane and they can boost super fast, or they can grab is a grapple character, or it's a character that go invisible, mm-hmm. or they got they got the mirage thing or they put up a little shield so you can't shoot through the shield and stuff like that. So like correct. All the character classes were different. Plus on top of that, it was like six different Titans and they all had different abilities. And then finally, when you put the movement on top of that, like in call of duty, you, you barely chase anybody. Like y'all see each other, you shoot at each other. If they get away, maybe, you you know, you got to throw a grenade or over a wall or something, kill them, but you rarely chase people. But like in Titanfall, you'll see somebody and you start shooting at them and they'll run up a wall and they'll grapple around a corner and you're like literally chasing them and shooting in the air. And it's like, mm-hmm. you've been chasing this person for 30 seconds, not because the time to kill is high because the time to kill is actually super short, but you just got to get good at catching these people and killing them. Um, it's kind of like when you, you know, fighting the Pathfinder or Horizon and they jump all over the building and you like, you know, I'm going to take the zip line up. That kind of sucks in Apex because not everybody can chase those characters. But in Titanfall, everybody can move like Horizon. So it was the it made the battles more interesting. Yeah, it was just a lot more of yeah. But I will say some I didn't like is like the the game modes. Like they're just basic Call of Duty game modes, like domination, team deathmatch, stuff like that. Bank heist, yeah. Yeah, so when they had more interesting game modes, then it'll it'll feel like less repetitive. But the game itself was good. Um, that it was like refreshing. It didn't feel like Call of Duty. No, I didn't. But um, I so I understand where everyone kind of stands now with the kind of like what motivates to continue to play and things like that, and. I'm in agreement with like all of that because that's where I'm at, where it more motivates. And because I think as we continue to play with each other, we obviously some of the stuff going online because that's what we enjoy to play together. Uh, when we kind of go separate ways and apart, that's different. But when most of the time when we're together, we're playing games that kind of incorporates way more than just this, because if somebody wants to take it to the max and get better at certain things, they can. And if they don't want to, and they just want to do certain things, it's like the ability to have an option versus everybody has to kind of play uh, the same way. 
because that is not what we enjoy. We prefer to have games that gives us the ability to play differently. Um, so uh, I think uh, I think when we were talking about it, because we were initially talking about Halo, that is where my gripe lands for Halo. Um, I just don't feel like I play differently i can play better i can get better at the game but there is nothing that tells me that indicates to me that i am playing differently from the next guy the next guy is doing the same things i'm doing but he's just doing it better that that guy is is um you know he's incorporating things in a different way that may 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 feel make him feel or seem a little bit better but really we're both going down the same corridors. We're both trying to use the same weapons, and we're both trying to grab the same power-ups. I think big team battle, I should have played it, honestly, um, would probably make me feel a little bit different. Obviously, Arena Slayer is just way too call, close to Call of Duty for, for me at this point in my in my uh, my gaming career. <laughs> it's just too close. It's too um, samey, so... I should have played big team battle. I probably would have had a change of heart. I probably would have been like, yeah, this I could play this multiple times because those are dynamic fights. And I, and I'm, I'm hearing from you. What I'm hearing is that they were dynamic. They felt, uh, different every time you played. It seemed like from the people that I was watching play or, um, it's like the, the, the YouTube videos that I watched after the stuff was over was that they had a, abundance of things they have uh, you know you could go into these little hold down these forts and then they open up to give you power-ups and stuff so what it seemed like is that they were trying to incorporate uh some dynamic to it that's you know not going to be the same every time so that's what i saw i'm hoping and expecting when i actually because i'm still going to pay the you know the full game I'm definitely going to play. I got Game Pass, so it's no pro it's no point in me not playing it. So I'm going to play that and see how I enjoy, you know, big team battles. And um, But what what's good about this Halo, I'm not trying to bash Halo because I'm not, I'm just, that's not what I'm doing. But I'm just pointing out what I see and what I enjoy, and that's why we talked about it. But the... Uh, the the overall gameplay is solid it's not boring to play it doesn't feel like i'm slow it doesn't feel like i'm fast it feels like i'm just right it feels like okay if i can get behind this corner i survive the grenades aren't coming at me with abundance they're not as fast they're um they're able to get you able to get away from them um the physics on them <laughs> a little eh but they could get a little better for a little bit more accuracy, but I understand that that's how they kind of loosely was played with before. But um, I think from what I played, gameplay-wise, it's solid. That means that means that the core mechanics, the guns, the sounds, the movement, the design of the levels, they all seem like they have a actual they they have a actual formula. That's going to work for them in that regard. I'm just expecting when I play the expanded versions or if they had a battle royale, which they say they don't. So that's unfortunate. But if they did, that would be along the lines of what I'll play a lot more often.
which I guess how I know you, t I don't think we talked about it before, Josh, but do you feel like battle royales have helped or hurt the, the, uh, and same thing for you, Jalen, do you feel like they helped or hurt the creativity of shooters? Um, I think that uh, battle royales are cool for the genre overall. I think that there probably still needs to be a lot more experimentation, but I feel like, you know, with Apex and stuff being around so much that nobody wants to take any risks and like do something different. Um, but for like Halo, what I was saying is that Halo feels good. It feels like a very good Halo game and I enjoy it. But I've also liked all the Halo games. And anybody who doesn't like Halo, like they prefer Fortnite or Warzone or whatever, this is probably not going to convince them uh, because, like you said, the gameplay is very different. Like it's about shields. It's not about, well, it's about regenerating shields. It's not about, you know, picking up items or stuff like that. So I, I don't know what they're going to do or how successful it's going to be. But I feel like what you like you said, the gameplay is good. And if they had a battle royale, it, I feel like this gameplay system would feel good in it. Um, so it would translate well for you. Yeah, it it would. You know, they, they got good maps. Um, they already got like a random weapon system and all type of stuff. So uh, I don't know. I mean, I do think that not every game needs it to be a battle royale but i feel like halo there's no reason not to do it you know they got the money so <laughs> yeah i feel like i feel like the um i feel like it means more to know that you only got one life to live what, is, what, what do you think Jalen? uh like what? What's your question? Like, well, my Halo question is, creativity-wise, how do you feel about the impact of battle royales, and do you feel like it was a good impact? And then my um, other question, right after that, was the. Um, hold on, hold your horses, not hold your horses. <laughs> not just fine, not playing. No, go ahead, and uh, then I'd ask the next one. I think honestly. I think Battle Royale, so, like, I, I feel like, let me just t start from the top. Like, I feel like games just, like, changing overall. Um, you know, just the way we look at them, the way they play it and stuff like that. So, with that being said, um, I'm always erring on the side that Halo was good for its time. But I felt like Halo, to be Halo means to be, like, in the past in some capacity. And I don't know how Halo can evolve. I kind of talked to Josh a little bit about this in New York, but I was just kind of like, I don't know how Halo can evolve while maintaining its roots because of the way the game is played. Um, when Halo was at its prime, which is like Halo 2, Halo 3, the game was played a certain way and the game had things that we look at now as dated. So with that being said, um, taking that same point, like how things is changing, I think Battle Royale, I think it did justice to some capacity. And I'm not like a huge gamer and stuff like this, so I can't vouch for everybody. But I think Battle Royale, it showed how you can um, 
I'm trying to think. Let me think of the battle rounds because really when I played was like Apex. I mean Warzone. Um, like Fortnite. You played PUBG. I mean, you play a decent amount of them. Yeah, I mean, but I, I, the biggest one that's sticking to me is Apex, and I think the the best thing I like about the battle royale is how fast and how how much, like you said, it means a lot to have one life. Mm-hmm. How fast you get into the game, how easy they are to get into, and winning in the battle royale means a lot more than winning any match in Call of Duty or any, you know what I mean? No, that, yeah, I, I agree there. So that adds another level of competitiveness, you know, for people even like me that's not that competitive in the game. Cause in Destiny, I ain't never really care about winning like that or any of them games. Those people, I remember one dude was arguing me talking about. Well, your KD might be high, but look at your win loss ratio. I'm like, I ain't never care about the wins, bro. I mean, you get a match bonus. I don't care about leveling up and stuff like that because, you know, you're just going to prestige and stuff like that. All I cared about was my performance in the game, which Battle Royale can provide. And the, uh, yeah, I mean, just my performance in the game. But Battle Royale, our performance, you like, yeah, bro, I went crazy. I dropped 13 kills, something, something, something. 13 kills is a lot versus, you know, dropping 13 kills in like a team death match. That one life means a whole lot more. And then even though you might only win five, two percent of the time or something like that, that win make you feel good. You like, man, I did that, man. They can't hang with me. What you mean? Like, talk to these cats, bro. That's how you be feeling when you win, even though you lost 20 times in a row. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That 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 feeling of reward is is great, and I think that that's my favorite thing about battle royale is the I feel like my performance mean a lot. Even if I only drop a couple kills and get a couple revives and stuff like that, I feel like it's more team based. My performance means a lot, you know, picking up your boys and all that type of stuff. The damage you drop, all the stats matter in there, and then the win that you get feels rewarding. So, so did that come with the re- refinement of Apex? Because I didn't feel that way in Pub. I didn't feel that way in Fortnite. I only felt that way in Apex, where I it came it came it it, it centered the the team based f- for me. because uh, PUBG was one v you know you won against everybody, won against everybody, and then Apex come along and it's three versus everybody. Ah, uh, okay, I see what you're saying. Uh, so. That's where that's, it kind yeah. of, yeah, did that refinement and that change in Battle Royale help you? Because at first, I was like, I'm done with Battle Royales. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't interested. It wasn't fun. It felt too slow. And it felt like you was a one-man army in that kind of deal. And then and then that's when Apex dropped, and then Warzone dropped, and then you have four team, team of fours going into a match, and you had teams of battle royale versus actual um actual just 1v1s you know what i'm saying so yeah those layers came later after the battle royale was first introduced and battle royale seemed to start to hit up hit a peak for me but then you know fortnite went crazy and they was always going to be going crazy because they got the it got the kid group but and then something else came where it, you know, that extra, that extra layer where Battle Royale became my favorite team sport or my favorite team game over Destiny is because Trials went away. It was 3v3s. Trials went away. 
Apex came out and it was all three. I remember doing a video about it. I said, this is the new trials because simply it incorporated everything I enjoyed about trials and it also gave me battle royale format. So did those refinements really start to shape battle royale as the favorite or is it really just because I, I guess I'm trying to get to understand the, 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 the concept of why we enjoy Apex more, but also why. Um... It's the team aspect. Like I had mentioned in the previous, with the previous question you had mentioned, it's the team aspect. Like, of course, you can play Battle Royale by yourself and stuff like that and feel some type of way. But it's, it's more rewarding when you and your boys working together. You know How what I'm saying? How often do you play Battle Royale by yourself? Never. <laughs> How often do you play Battle Royale by yourself, Josh? Never. Yeah, I don't. I don't even like playing. Well, gotcha. So interesting. That's interesting because, um, because I guess, uh, I, I guess the the the, uh, that that brings that 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 makes it more clear about. Like I said, that's the whole thing about we were talking about the, for the entire episode really is what do we enjoy in gaming and what do we kind of, you know, tend to grab and grab or, or what tends to stick out to us. And, I, and when you kind of when we talked about, you know, Battle Royale and you saying why Apex sticks out to you so much, I kind of it kind of. Yeah. OK, that makes sense, because simply they took something, refined it. So why not? now allow halo to do some of that refinement because not saying that battle royale is a bad thing i'm saying that they don't have to do it like a battle royale because apex they like i said that's why i love respawn it's my favorite company regardless of what people think it's still my favorite company because they innovative everything they do is innovation to me versus everybody else kind of sticks to the normality and they just try to make some small tweak. I think Apex breaks it every time and they kind of make it where this is new now. And then, you know, I think 343 has had plenty of time to kind of do the same thing. Battlefield. There's <laughs> a lot on the line for Battlefield right now. I just don't see Battlefield grabbing more than their core gameplay base. Um, and it's the same thing that kind of goes with Josh was going back to about Halo and my, my ideologies or my, my ideas and my thoughts about the whole Halo infinite, because I can enjoy that space, but I want that innovation to come and I want it to come in this format. And I wanted to see what you can do with this format. And that's where I kind of, kind of pose the question do you feel like it's breaking people's creativity but from what from what i'm hearing i don't think that's what we think i think we more so think there's a way to innovate on that type of genre and if you can innovate and bring it in because as josh went back to um they have all the tools they have the money they probably can make it better a battle royale that's better battle royale that's fun battle royale that you know even beats apex and that's kind of what i want to see from everybody right now it's just kind of reinventing the wheel in a good way 
I think mm-hmm. Splitgate is doing a better job than Halo Infinite right now in Arena. And that's my honest opinion. I feel like Splitgate is the better game just because it has more to it. Guns feel better and it's doing Arena in a different way than most. It's got the portals, it has the fundamentals, and it also has the movement. So I can agree that Halo did it first. But are they doing enough to make me want to continue playing it? Like if they was if this Halo was Splitgate, I don't know. Everybody would hate it, but I wouldn't. I would probably play it the most because simply having the nostalgic part of Halo, including the new stuff, would probably be fun to me. I'm not saying I want Splitgate to be Halo because that's not what I'm saying. I just want Halo to have a reinvention that um that split gate has done to the arena shooter. Uh, yeah. I mean, I I think split gate is a, a cool game. I don't see it. They're both arena games, but like doom 2016 was also a arena shooter. Um, I, I think halo is different enough that it has its own things going for it. Like the vehicles and the, the large teams and stuff like that. And it, at its core, it's not really a, I would say Twitch shooter, which Splitgate is a Twitch shooter. Um, you think so? so? As long as... I don't know. Yeah, you. It's one hit headshots. There is no one hit headshot in Halo, unless you sniping. Well, I'm saying that that's because they know what the fundamental. They they know. Yeah, it's, it's they a pull Twitch shooter. The... Like you can snipe somebody through a portal and get a one hit kill. Yeah, but you gotta have the right weapon. You can't. You don't. No, all the guns are like one or two hits. No, there are no like. I don't think so. They the not modes as that we was long. playing. Not the long. Not they not. They definitely not as long as time to kill as Halo. But you have a shield. Right or wrong. I don't Every remember gym. a shield. Honestly, I thought there was no shields because like I was killing. You have people a shield and you literally have two hits to the hand. <laughs> You have a shield and it regenerates. You regenerate health. That's why I consider it not to be so. Um, I mean, obviously, I mean, Call of Duty do the same thing, but you just get health and it's it's very small. But um, Splitgate, yeah, I you're you're right in that regards. Splitgate probably has less of the ability to kind of create or. Uh, Splitgate has less tactic and more, you know, outplaying them gun play style and gun skill wise. Yeah. But I would get, you know, because you'll get more triple downs or whatever the case may be than you would in the Halo. Halo, you really have to be thoughtful about your movement, where your placement, and who you're shooting at, and making sure nobody's coming around the corner. Uh, versus Splitgate, you probably could kill somebody, turn around, and kill the person that's shooting at you. And they, if you just outmaneuver them, because they have manu- move, movement, they have that movement gameplay too. So um, I agree yeah. there. I agree there. Uh, yes, but Halo like got popular with like two and three because of its sandbox. Like it's a it's a bigger map with like these different elements on the map, like a car and rocket launcher and stuff like that. Um, so. If Halo took that same sandbox thing that people loved it for and put it into a battle royale, I was just saying that it would work. Mm-hmm. Uh, be- 
if they, you know, uh, were innovative. But I think, honestly, I think um, Respawn is the exception. Uh, whereas, like, all the other Battle Royales, like, kind of suck. Uh, honestly, like, I, Fortnite has its money and it has its own thing going on. But other Battle Royales that come out, they pretty much just die, like Hyperscape, because um, you have to keep it super simple, like yeah. the all the things going on, as well as um, make the gameplay still interesting. Whereas like Respawn, they're willing to take risks, like, you know, all these characters got special abilities and stuff like that, whereas every other Battle Royale, everybody is just a cook, like Jane was saying, a cookie-cutter character you know, the default Fortnite character and you scavenge on the map. Whereas like Apex, everybody has somebody unique. So I think there could be more innovation. So it would have been nice to see 343 say, here's our version of Battle Royale. But uh, I don't know, maybe people are like scared to like go up against Fortnite and Apex because they're like solidified at this point. Yeah, but it's so much money to grab there. I think it's kind of like... Yes, you're going to make a lot of money off just Halo alone. But I think, you know, providing... Because Apex took a big risk with arenas. People don't like it, to be honest. And that's fine, but they took the risk. They put that in the game because they knew there was a want for something of that nature. And there was a need not being met. So they did it. And I feel like I just need other people to do that. Because... There is no way for us to know what we like until somebody tries it. And um, I feel like we're getting a lot of big maps, big servers, and more players. But we're not doing much to the fundamentals, you know. And it's causing me to be like, yeah, I'm going to try it. And I play it for a little bit, but I'm not going to invest my time in it because it ain't nothing new. So, uh, that's where I kind of fall into that. Yeah, we want to look for certain things. Like, I'm not going to play Overwatch 2. I can try it, but I'm not going to get into it like I would normally get into anything else. Because simply, I know what it is already. It's not changing much. They're not taking, they're refining. They're not changing. Overwatch was a big change when it first came out. They're not doing that again. That was a big change enough. I mean, that's fine. They already solidified. I don't care no more. I already know people that's going to enjoy it, going to enjoy it. People that's not going to, it's not. But, you know, Halo been around for so long. I just think it's time to have, you know, a different uh, situation versus what's norm. And I don't want to keep ragging on Halo because I really enjoyed it. And I thought it was fun. I just think, um... I they need really to innovate. Want, yeah, I really want them to win. And for them to win, because I just need them to, I need them to win the, the, the shooter. It just make it feels right for Halo to win. And it just doesn't seem that way. It's just not going to seem that way. It seems like it's not going to be the winner, per se. Um, and, I mean, that's that's fine. I think it's going to be a great game, though. That's what I would say. And, and that, that's, I mean... Just, I guess my last point on it is just, I've been playing Halo for a long time and I would like to see Halo do something different, but at the same time, I don't want them to compromise Halo. 
So that's that's the dilemma I'm facing because I'm not a dev. I can't I can't make the games. I can't tell them what I need to see in Halo and stuff like that. While still being Halo, if that makes sense, you know what I mean? Like yeah, we know hard. Halo to be floaty. We know it to be exchanging grenades. These power weapons you get, the warthogs, the ghosts, the banshees, all that type of stuff. But I don't know what would make that game. You know, still I think, be Halo. I think, I think I Bungie know. was smart. They was like, we need to create something totally new. They were smart about it. I think the next thing that Destiny Bungie do, it ain't gonna be part of Destiny. They're not gonna try to um, change Destiny. They're gonna just create something new. And and that new thing that I'm waiting for Bungie to do, it's probably gonna be something I'm really gonna enjoy because I already know that they have the the, the ability to do it, and they have the gameplay in the field to pull it off. I didn't. I had no idea what. I never like. I never played Halo. I never played it because I got never got into it. I played it a little bit and I was like, nah, I'm straight. But Destiny. Destiny was the what what is that? How long has it been now? It's been like September 9th, 2014, I think. Sheesh. That's a long time to be playing a game. And um that's what I'm just looking for, I guess. I don't wanna be as grindy or as repetitive and in a lot of ways because there, there was plenty of ways where it was like different, but there was a lot of things that were the same. So um, I'm just looking for that innovation again, I guess. And I'm, I'm sick of looking at the same people to do it. Um, sick of looking at Respawn to do it. I'm sick of looking at Bungie to do it. I'd rather see somebody else do it. Like um, these other companies, they have the money. And I just think, I think this. I think Battlefield gonna be a disappointment. I'm and I'm scared to say it out loud, but I think it's gonna be disappointing. Um, I'd be the first to say it out loud. <laughs> I know you will. You don't really care. Try not new, anyways. But uh, it's it's you know. I try something new. It just needs to be worth my time. That's that's the issue that I face. And with first person shooter games, I literally stated this before. Back in the Xbox 360 era, it was all type of FPS games coming out, and it started making me realize that a lot of games don't know how to innovate, like you saying. And I'm willing to try it. It just needs to be innovative correctly. And the issue is when you innovate, it might not come off good. Risk. You take a yeah, risk. you're taking a risk. So it's like I I, I feel bad because I want these companies to innovate, but the ones that do innovate, I look at them and be like. Yeah, you ain't hit the mark, bro. Like, I can't <laughs> waste my time because my time is limited. I can't yeah. I can't be doing that to play a game that don't look appealing. Because I know y'all remember what all them FPS games coming out. They had Homefront. They had Crisis. They, <laughs> they had, had Black. Bulletstorm. Black. Think, yeah. yeah Black, they White had Table a lot now. of... They had like, the Ghost Recons. They had... Um... Yeah, and I was much. trying all them games, bro. I was trying them all. Me too. I'm Me like, too. this is not Modern Warfare 2, bro. <laughs> like, this is not Modern Warfare 2. I'm like, I can't play it, man. Try to try another game. And it's not Modern Warfare 2. Modern Warfare 2 just better. Why would I play this? I think my brain is starting to become more um, decisive too quickly. I don't like it. I feel like I'm not trying stuff anymore. Um and that's you sound like me. I mean, it's a part of playing games and like making decisions and making. But it's like 
you're programming me to make these decisions versus me wanting to make said decisions. It's programming because you keep making bad games. And you keep making games that don't seem creative. And as you continue to do that, we're going to get down this hole where nobody's innovating. Like, the reason I stepped out and bought Deathloop because it was innovative. I was like, I don't even like Arcane games. I don't like Dishonored. I don't like any of their games. But I was like, Deathloop seems weird enough to make sense for somebody to try. And it was it's still a good game. I've almost beaten it now. And I'm glad I actually picked it up. But I had to force myself to pay it. Because I was just like, why am I not giving this no time of day? It's a good game. Why do I not care to play it? Why do, and I feel like I'm just losing the whole the concept of actually trying stuff and i think it's it got a lot to do with first what we look for and uh, yeah life in general like where you are in life um because you can make time for anything you want to make time for i don't care what nobody say you can make time for whatever you want to make time for i think it's kind of a combination of life it's a combination of what we look for in the games now, what we play and we decide to play, and as well as what the what they are putting out. And it really, it really, really sucks when you when you want something to really work and it doesn't. Because then you know a trend will occur where people will start to not innovate, but to continue to refine and refine and refine, which is fine because, you know, refined games end up turning out to be great. It just takes a long time. And I feel like it's just, it's just a, a slower process. Um, I don't like single player games all that much anymore. Um, I feel like I watch enough movies to know what every plot line going to be. It has to be something really, really special. Like, <laughs> like I'm not going to play something anymore. I'm, and that's, that's what kind of like, uh, you know, uh, there's no reason why I shouldn't be Psychonauts 2 right now. It's just that I just haven't played it because I already know whatever that storyline is, I've probably seen it before. And the gameplay isn't that. And I keep analyzing games and then it becomes to a point where you're not even enjoying them anymore. It's kind of like you're just analyzing them to analyze them. I'm looking at them from a different perspective than I usually would. And I just play a game. Just play the game to play the game. But um, I think it has a lot to do with timing the and i think just not not providing enough unique experiences um and it's a interesting situation i guess but i, I, I feel like what you experience on oh, my bad i ain't gonna cut you off no you good i'm, I'm talking too much anyway uh no nah, my bad uh but i was just gonna say i feel like what you experiencing is Always, I never forget when he was like, "Yeah, bro, you don't be seeming interested in games." Some, some, some. I feel like eventually you're just gonna stop playing games. And I feel like what you're experiencing is what I had experienced around that time when I started buying my own games. You know, you from people are doing different things. Um, you start finding where you want to allocate your time to. You start changing. You start figuring out what's important to you and stuff like that. And you just be like, why am I going to pay $60 for a game? And I'm not super interested in it. And this game is mediocre at best. They're trying to replicate Call of Duty and put a different spin on it when it ain't really a spin. Like y'all using something that might be dated or 
It just don't work right. Like, why would I do that? So it's just kind of like, you start thinking about all that type of stuff and you just like, I'm not, I'm really not that interested. Um, I know, but that's well, I, not the, that, that's like when you, it's, it's gets, it gets, it's scary hours when you get it for free and you still don't want to play it. That's what I don't like. I'd be like, yeah, I have plenty but, but of games on Game Pass. Yeah. And, but it's also about not wanting to even try said games because you know, you can have a fun experience if you play it, but you don't want to get to the point of playing is what I'm saying. It's like, uh, I mean, yeah, you, what you're oh. saying is true. It's your time. You're like, I don't want to waste it. I don't want to. So if I ask, go I'm ahead. Good. No, I was just going to say, so if I ask you when you finna go delve into one dive into one of these games, what are certain things that you, and I don't even want this to come off as like a psychological type thing. Like, um, what are you thinking about when you thinking about playing these games? You'd be like, I'm sure you stare at the game, but like I could start playing this game. And you'd be like, uh, I don't know if I really want to, or I ain't trying to get invested because I feel like. It's not about the time frame wise for me. It's about, will I enjoy something else? Will I enjoy getting a win in Apex more? And then I play it. Mm-hmm. So it's not that I'm not I'm allocating it to different things in life. I'm just allocating it to different games that I've been seeking out normally. Like I if I if I'm playing Deathloop and like 30 minutes in, it ain't engaged me enough to feel like I'm it it's like it's timely or whatever. That's where I feel like Battle Royale is kind of breaking it harder for me to play games that take a slow burn you know where it's like that like like just like instagram or facebook or anything you do in life it was a time where i was reading books then there was a time where i was watching movies then there was a time where i started to get you know not watching movies now i'm watching instagram 59 second videos and now i'm watching 10 second tiktoks and then it's like is your attention span seems to fall to falter as you get older, but I don't know if it's because of how we were, you know, how, how technology is moving or if it's really just my interests are aligning differently because I can play, like, I didn't want to play final fantasy seven, even though I think it's a great game. And after I beat it, I was like, dang, that's on code. I, I'd rather play, I want to play the DLC, but I'd rather play Apex. <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? It's like, why not just play the game that you know is a good experience already? What's the thought process behind what's making you make the decision of not playing that versus playing Apex? So yeah. it's not the whole concept of I'd rather go hang out with friends or I'd rather go do this. My interest in gaming hasn't changed. It's the it's my ability to give something a chance that has. Well, yeah, and that, that was part of the, the aspect I was getting into because like like, I noticed some of the games I play, like, I play games for nostalgia, some of the games, mm-hmm. and the games that I play, they don't, there's not a large threshold for me to get in. So I can go pop in Sonic Colors and run through a couple levels or go hop in and play Crash Bandicoot, play through a couple levels. But when Ghost of Tsushima telling me to go follow the wind or do something, <laughs> something and watch cutscenes and stuff, I'm just kind of like, um... I could just go play some reaction stuff real quick on Kingdom Hearts 2 with these data battles and just keep it pushing and then go back to Instagram. You know what I mean? Just little things like that. Like the attention span is just kind of like, I guess with me at least, 
it's the time aspect of it. But it's also how much time do I need to allocate for me to get invested in the game? And then when I do get invested in the game, how deeply am I invested into the game? Like, I remember having playing games where I was like, I'm like, man, I'm over here. I'm like, man, I'm really feeling like I'm a part of this world and stuff like that versus some games I'll be playing now. I just be like, you know, I'd be like, I don't really care what happened, buddy. Like, buddy, you, the, I think die. Yeah. It's yeah, part of the attention span, but it's also like, I don't know how to phrase it, but like wanting to explore and try new games. Cause like, you know, when we was kids, you know, even somebody come over your house and like, oh, look, I got this, uh, this game you should try it like you probably be excited to play it and you like you'll try it out and then that's what gets you interested in the games but like if i bring i don't know borderlands 4 to Jalen house you can be like what's this even if they completely changed it, it it's it's everything that Jalen want he ain't gonna give it a, a second of his time just because like i mean i think it is part of growing up like you got you have less you have more serious things to worry about, so you don't want to use your time. Not that it's wasted, but spend your time exploring and trying new things. Um, you want to go back to what's comfortable. Like, I know I like Kingdom Hearts. I know I like Apex. I'm not about to spend time learning how to play Fortnite because I already know how to play Apex. And that that's part of the, the issue. We have access to so many games now, like, it was like four games that came out on Game Pass this week. And I played them all, probably played them all for like 30 minutes to an hour each, trying to give them a fair shake. And some of them, it was one of them that grabbed me, and the other ones I just deleted because like they're okay, but I, yeah. it was not interesting um, from what I played that hour. But if I was a kid and I was like, this is the only game I got to play for the summer, then yeah, I would have play the game every day during the summer so is access access another factor i guess huh because that's what i, I, I think, think. because when game pass mm -hmm. came out i was like man this well, is a great offering this is great and then i started it's realizing, not just access to because like oh, there used to be sales or you know you know bastion come out and it's ten dollars you're like oh mm -hmm. it's only ten dollars so i'm gonna go ahead and try it and like it's probably a good game but it again if it doesn't grab you right away then you're not interested. I think it's just being able to freely choose what games you want to buy or play or how you want to spend your time. That's that's the only thing. It's like games have to compete with other things in your life now, whereas when you were younger, they didn't have to compete with anything. Yeah, like like I mentioned before, I, I, I know I told y'all a thousand times, like I remember literally when I was in seventh grade, I started getting a little bit of money and stuff like that because y'all know I was trapping and stuff. Not just fine. But, <laughs> uh, nah, when I start, you know, you get a little birthday money and stuff, knowing how to, like, just, you know what I'm saying? Just, you know, the value of money and stuff. I remember I was buying yeah. them $17.99 games at GameStop. Like, man, I got video games, bro. I got these DS games. I got Diddy Kong racing on this mug, Yoshi's Island DS, you know what I'm saying? But then I started, I started losing interest in something. I'm just looking like, Man, I got these games, man. Why well, don't want to play them? And I just really started really wonder. I'm like, I know I'm changing this stuff, but I mean, I want to play these games, but I feel like I got too much access to them. Because, you know, before they put it, your parents put a game in front of you, but man, no, you ain't beat the other one. You know, you start to have, but man, mom, dad, I already beat that game, man. We, yeah, I did everything on there. I ain't get it 100%, man, but it's close enough. You feel me? Like, <laughs> I'm not playing that game no more. So, 
now we at the point where we got all the access and all that type of stuff or whatever you want to call it. Like, you know, we can go buy our games. They don't mean as much no more. You don't have to beat it. And then you'd be like me playing a game and just falling asleep. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I don't. Yeah, I think it's um, I would still have to put it on. Uh, I still I think I want to put more emphasis on for me, at least in my from my perspective, it's just more on access. And then there's also um, lack of interest in trying new uh, because I will try something. I guess I can't say I don't try nothing because I play a lot of games, but I don't finish all my games. I will try it, but I won't finish. And I feel like, okay, now I'm getting to the point where do I really need to buy any of these games? Um, Because if I'm not going to finish them, why buy them? I have like plenty of games across my PC, across my Xbox, across my PlayStation and Nintendo that I have not beat yet. And I just, I'm okay with that. But I know they, that, um, that I would want to, at some point, I should have probably gave them more attention. I probably should have, you know, instead of playing multiple more matches of Apex, I could have played something else or binging Squid Games or binging, you know, whatever I'm watching. Because I, I literally sat there for nine hours and binged Squid Games and then I did Midnight Mass. So I, I know I have extra time on my hands at points where I can allocate it to other things. I just don't do it. Um, and I don't know if that's because of the lack of interest or if it's more so the, the understanding that what I'm going to get out that game may not be as, as, uh, satisfying as me putting in nine hours and watching this TV show that has a plot and middle ending. And I don't have to work to, work through any task or any mundane task. But then I sat there and I played Death Stranding. And that's straight up mundane task 101. Just taking boxes to another place. And I literally played the entirety of it because it was unique. And I just feel like I blame the developers in my opinion. <laughs> because I try everything. I just blame developers. They, they made me jaded. And they made me to a point where I don't want to try nothing that they put out. Um, and, and if they put money behind it, it seems interesting. And then it just fails. And it doesn't, it doesn't pique my interest. So, um, I don't know. It seems very... Uh, I got to do some soul searching to figure out why I don't really want to play games no more. But it seemed like it's more about the big box office hits or whatever versus playing and trying things that people put like I would have never tried Hades unless it really had a lot of attention or whatever. And, um, in certain games that I just know, you know, they could be great. I just ain't gonna never try them because it's not, it's not a time or place for me to go out and look for these games, nor is it, I guess that, that, uh, extra, that extra access is clouding what I actually want to play because I have so much access to so many different games now. Um, I wanted to play 12 minutes and I ended up just watching somebody else play it because I didn't feel like going through it. It was a still feel like a, game, a great game, but I didn't want to watch it. I didn't want to play it. So I don't know. Uh, and it's free. So that's where I, that's where I find, you know, that like that balance or whatever. It's just kind of like, seems like I'm, I'm, I'm getting more jaded about actually 
giving my game time because I sat there and watched somebody play it. So I gave the game time, but I didn't want to do it myself. So it's weird. Uh, but yeah, that was an interesting talk. Uh, we, we talked about, uh, a few different topics, but it went through entire time. Any, any last words or things of, uh, any last comments about what we talked about today? And y'all too jaded. Y'all just need to start playing games. <laughs> Stop thinking so hard about it. <laughs> I think nah, so. Nah, it's not, bro. Not when I time put on the line for me to hear some. Like, let's have some fun. Jay, I, I think I think if we're being honest, I think we have plenty of time. I think we don't want to provide that time to these things. Yeah, because I don't want to cut the game when I go to sleep. I want to go to Instagram or Facebook and walk, <laughs> see somebody talk about uh, this. Uh, what's that Something dude ridiculous. Name? Zuckerberg not paying the Facebook bill. I'm like, bro, if you would have paid the bill, we'd have been able to be on Facebook for eight hours of our lives you took away where I couldn't get on Facebook, man. I was getting mad. I'm like, man, I need my Facebook comedy. <laughs> I'm like, man, I ain't never sit all day without laughing in my life. Yeah, man. I just, um, it's interesting, but yeah, Mark Zuckerberg uh, definitely didn't pay the bills the other day. That joke was hilarious. So, so I was so happy. Uh, I was, I was, I was jumping for joy. I was like, finally, I said, shut it all down. I think that's the best bet, man. Don't you think, Taylor? Don't you think, Taylor? You think it's the best bet? I'm like, bro, if you had just paid your bill, you'd have never got hit with that seven billion dollar late fee. (laughs) (laughs) Seven bill, man, that's crazy. But uh, yeah, all right. Well, that's pretty much all that we have for this week. We ain't really have many topics. We were just talking, but uh, one more thing. What? What you got? October 18th. October 18th. So where were you at? My friends is my power. I don't even think I got that game no more. Nope, I sold it. Yep. Great. Um, but uh, all right, y'all. Well, that's pretty much it. Thank you guys for listening. If you got to this part of the podcast, you the real OG. I want to thank you. Uh, but we will talk to you guys in t- two weeks. A week. Two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. Uh, but thanks for listening. Uh, you can always catch us on all of your podcast listening streaming services as well as my channel bcd universe on youtube thanks for watching talk to you guys in the next one peace